Maudi, Asian shares mostly higher this morning after the Donald Trump speech. No, most certainly we're seeing um, the Nikkei in Japan, you know, remaining very well supported. Um, we're also seeing the Singapore uh, very, very strong. Um, you know, on the back of, of course, uh, you know, what the U.S. president said, you know, he didn't really say much. I mean, he's just, um, he's offering more slogans, uh, sounding like a man who's still on the, uh, on the, on the uh, election campaign trail, um, you know, offering very little details about what, um, what his policies are and what, what he's going to do. Um, notable was the announcement, the fact that he's going to ask, um, you know, for about one trillion um, investment to be spent on infrastructure. Um, of course, pretty much more or less what we what we already know, um, which is um, the fiscal stimulus that Donald Trump has, push, has been pushing for, but really very little details uh, what the president has said. But um, nonetheless, we still see the market in Asia uh, moving slightly higher, even though the overall index, uh, the overall um, uh, you know index is lower. The MSCI Pacific, um, Asia Pacific, is slightly lower. Uh, but you've got the market in, 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 in Japan and Singapore really leading those gains. Uh, we've had the PMI, as you correctly said, in China stronger in February. Um, that's helping, um, you know, support some of those markets. Australia GDP as well was released this morning, 1.1% increase um, in the fourth quarter of 2016, uh, stri- slightly higher than what the market was expecting. The market was expecting around 0.8%. Um, so this stronger December quarter is obviously helping, you know, to uh, to boost the overall, um, the annual GDP um, in, in Australia to about 2.4%. That's where it came in at on an annual basis for the for the whole of uh, 2016. Um, still, you know, below what the average is, you know, but, you know, at least to a respectable level um, than what everybody was uh, expecting, particularly given how tough the, uh, the economy was um, you know, last year. Uh, the support they came from the commodities, and I think that's the same picture in South Africa where we saw in the last quarter, probably in the last half of 2016, the commodities such as iron or copper uh, beginning to rebound, and, and we know the similarities between the, uh, the, the South African economy and the Australian economy is that we heavily dependent on the uh, commodity prices, and I think that's uh, the same picture there that we're seeing that, that, that we're covering the uh, Australian GDP. Uh, the markets there, however, the uh, um, Australian markets still are finishing marginally lower. Um, we've got, um, yeah, so pretty much that's the picture in, in Asia. Well, um, and then we have the uh, Snapchat IPO countdown. Snapchat expected to start trading on Thursday. Talk to us about that, Mal. Um, <laughs> I know most uh, South Africans, many South Africans are on Snapchat. I'm one of the few that, that, that who's not in on Snapchat, uh, Sakina. I'm not too sure about you. Uh, but I'm of course, <laughs> that's the main one. The, the Snapchat uh, IPO, the, the parent company that owns Snapchat, uh, deciding that they want to list the company on Nasdaq. Uh, we're expecting that to, um, you know, to, to, to make a debut tomorrow. And uh, the IPO price um, at $18. And I think uh, many analysts are feeling that perhaps uh, the company is slightly more overvalued. Uh, the value is around, um, you know, at $18, it values the company around $25 billion U.S. dollars. Um, many feel that perhaps slightly overvalued um, compared to where, where it should be, and, and particularly because you've got the market, the digital advertising market, which is dominated by the big giants such as Facebook and Google. Uh, we know that uh, those are the big heavyweights that, that are operating in, the, in that space. And maybe, you know, feeling that perhaps Snapchat might actually fail uh, to break through that, that, that market quite significantly because you still have 
um, they're still losing money and, and, and they're still losing um, the user base. Um, you know, so, so but many very lukewarm about that IPO. I mean, we remember if we just to go back a couple of years ago when uh, the likes of uh, Twitter um, came in and there was a big hype about them, but they, they failed significantly. I mean, even just going back to the uh, uh, Facebook itself, it had a very rocky ride after its IPO. I remember when it when, when Facebook, um, you know, listed in 2012, listed at around around 38 dollars. That was the price, and and the share price collapsed all the way down to 19 dollars. And and it, it has since recovered, of course. Uh, that's face, uh, Facebook. And um, it has done very well, but this is primarily because they've been able to monetize uh, some of their user base. But Twitter has been struggling since 2013 when they listed at $26. Uh, currently, the share price is around $15. So we'll see how the Snapchat uh, performs going forward.